0: Hi everyone, my name's Alyssa Kenahan Dundas and today you're listening to Real Shit Podcast where, you guessed it, we talk about some real ass shit. So today's October 19th, it's a Saturday uh, and I thought today we could talk about hookup culture, relationships, consent. Uh, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a minute because, well, I just feel like with traveling and hookup culture that happens with that. It's just been on my mind recently. I am back home now in Boston, uh, Massachusetts, U.S. of A. Um, So I've been kind of transitioning back into my routine of work and working out and all that good stuff. Uh, But still, so many things on my mind and important ones. Um, Let's first get into consent because this is a good segue going from my latest trip to now being home. So i went to berlin in germany and i ended up getting into one of the most exclusive clubs not just in germany but in the world um i think it's like top 10 or something like that the name of the club is bergain um and i only got in because of a really awesome cool guy and he goes to all these clubs uh but he put it on lock like he had me change my outfit five times there are rules like you are not on your phone when you're in line for these clubs you are not talking to anybody you're not acting a fool you have to have this type of attitude a type of energy you know that you're giving off like like you deserve to be there kind of thing and so I was sweating like like I was I was really sweating to get into this club uh because I actually got denied in the last club uh the night before and so we getting in and Um, well, I don't even know this kind of shit existed, to be honest. Like, we're talking... We're talking people dress not to impress, but rather to express themselves. Dress to express. Damn, that's good. I just came up with that on the spot. (laughs) Anyways. So, I mean, you got people that are super, you know, not... I don't want to say conservative, but they got, like, a t-shirt on. They're doing their thing. You got people that are topless you got people completely naked uh a a huge spectrum of attire and you know I thought because you had to act a certain way to get in the people there would be a little I don't want to use a word like pretentious or like snobby but like you know what I'm saying and no it was amazing it was everyone was just there doing their own thing and let's not get it twisted people are definitely doing drugs people obviously you can drink there uh but it was really cool to see so many different walks of life i mean like to have the tr- like, truly have the freedom to dress how you want to um with no limitations like i said we're going from completely closed to butt naked I saw some people with like just cock rings just chaps like you know and you know with all that being said and like I'm gonna be honest you walk by certain sections and there's people just having sex like you know doing their thing I'm not the one to judge and it's so funny because I just had tights on and a bodysuit and I felt so like oh this isn't me I actually like i brought a black dress that i was wearing at first like before i even got in line because uh, if i had that dress on they would not have let me in um i brought that dress to put back on once i got into the club so i felt more comfortable no no no, no. i would got into that club and i was i would have felt m- more uncomfortable to put by putting on the dress so i just stayed what i was doing i actually felt like Overdressed, Like, I felt, like, too conservative. I'm like, oh, I, I'm like, I didn't know it could be this free, you know, free-free, like, damn. Like, so, um, it was a really cool thing to, to see, not just see, but ex- uh, experience. Um, I took part. I danced. Okay, well, I, well, okay, what I say? I took part, you know, people are bucking and shit. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, uh, I did honestly just try to take it all in the energy um but no I had my drinks I was dancing and it was it was techno um and you know I really thought I could never really get down to that kind of stuff uh like house music like that but I did and I had no care in the world because like I said people were just doing their thing being who they want to be freely and openly I thought that was awesome and with all the You know what's so crazy? With all the nudity, with all the sexual tension, I guess, and, you know, all this stuff, not once did I ever feel uncomfortable or was groped or anything. You know, I had one person come up to me, approach me, and I didn't even have to say anything. I think immediately he saw that I was not really interested, and he was like, nice to meet you, and, like, went a separate way. And I thought, and this is where we get to consent, I thought it was really cool That, again, you have such a spectrum of people dressed how they would like. And still, alcohol is involved. You know, and drugs are involved. And yet, not once did I feel, like I said, uncomfortable or or I was um, harassed or assaulted in the slightest. And I thought, isn't it interesting how almost when you allow more freedom um, to be who it is you want to be... And even if, you know, there are people under the influence, uh, there's almost more respect, like, there's more natural boundaries that happen. And I think that's actually the community of people that um, go into these kind of um, environments. Because uh, you have to have a confidence. You really do. I mean, for you to walk in there and and feel like you have the, the power and the self-love to walk in there and be who it is that you want to be, I think there's almost... You hold everyone else accountable to do the same respectfully. And so I thought it was just really interesting that I've been completely closed, like, sweater and all, gone to a club, walk, or just walking in the street back home here in the U.S., and I'm I'm yelled at, I'm catcalled, I'm followed. Like, and I just thought that was something really interesting that I felt safer... Um, in a, an environment in a space like that than I have in clubs back home or bars back home uh and how how quickly this guy that approached me not I didn't even have to like I said say anything he read my body language uh and just kind of saw that I wasn't interested and went on his way it wasn't rude didn't make a little comment or anything I've had, you know, I've given multiple clues to guys at bars and stuff, and they just keep hounding and hounding and hounding, and, you know, then you're uncomfortable, and then, you know, when they finally, you know, then you get the hint. you gotta stay straight to their face, like, sorry, not interested, or you make up an excuse or whatever um, to, you know, feel comfortable and protect yourself, and a lot of times in these situations... And they are aggressive. Like all of a sudden, you're a bitch, and you're a hoe, or a whore, and all these things. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa! How did you not pick up all the other five hundred hints that I was not into you, <laughs> didn't want to have this, you know, progress any further? So, I don't know. That was just something that I thought was really cool. And another experience I had was um, I met these really cool guys. Uh, actually. Yes, in Berlin as well. And we were heading to Prague in the Czech Republic at the same time. So we ended up meeting up and I was actually really interested in one of the guys. And um, I, you know, I'm about to get real open with you because as you know, this is a real shit podcast where we talk about some real shit. And so um, I was interested in one of these guys and I invited them back upstairs and he looked at me and he said, you've had too much to drink. And I said, no I didn't <laughs> I can walk a straight line and I went on to try to walk a straight line um, you know and I I can't even you can see my hesitation um, I did walk a straight line kind of <laughs> I mean I remember everything um, I wasn't like you know that far in the bag but you know and he was like no 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 he was like we can lay down um, but yeah you've, you've drank too much and that was yeah <laughs> I've actually never had that happen to me and I thought it was the sweetest thing and it's so crazy because looking back I'm like you know Melissa what he did was uh respectful and honestly human decency I don't think you should praise somebody for doing the right thing um because you know what I've actually been in the same situation I was thinking about that that I've had someone approach me uh that I'm actually I'm, I'm friends with and I saw that they were intoxicated and I, I walked away and I just went to bed um, and I think and I didn't really think much of it to be honest I was like clearly this person you know is not sober uh, and I'm not going to move forward with that and when I had it reversed and flipped on me I just thought well, I, I honestly was just amazed by it uh again even though i don't want to pray something that's doing the right thing i do think about how rare that occurrence has been in my life like i said that's actually the only time i've had someone do or say that uh and <laughs> it gave me so much hope i was like this like these are the types of people and men i need to surround myself by people that are respectful who might be just as interested in you as you are to them but they can look at you and be like oh no 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 no!" like i know you i know like you want am forward with this but now it's not the right time you know what i mean and i think that's so cool and so important and Yeah, so I'm just thinking about consent and, you know, being under the influence and all that stuff. And that whole engagement gave me hope. It really did. This whole experience on on, uh, hookup culture and relationships um, has really taught me a lot and put a lot of things in perspective for me. And this kind of segues back into uh, what I want to talk about was relationships uh, in general and commitment. So I think today we're in an era that is so beautiful with women empowerment and independence and being strong and bold and proud and uplifting each other. I think that's so awesome. And um, with that being said, sometimes I'm fearful because I find myself to be very opinionated outspoken strong you know I box um so I physically like to do things you know I'm physically strong but I'm also mentally strong and I'm still learning on who I am but while that growth is happening I try to be planted and confident with my current being my current self and I I don't know why I was just thinking about how I think, I find that men will look at that from a distance and think that it's sexy. Think that women being confident in who they are is hot. But come time to, you know, lock that shit down and commit and be in a relationship, it's too much. Um, I think we're still trying, we're in that situation where this generation is trying to learn, okay, like women are being independent confident beings on their own cool but when it's time for us to be together and be in a relationship there's still these gender boundaries and norms and roles that are confusing In that okay wait so like on your own like yeah you can do that but I'm supposed to be this provider I'm supposed to be this to you and that when it comes to a relationship we still have these standards and all of a sudden that independence that strength that was so sexy and so hot from afar when it's in your face and it's in your in your home and in your relationship it's too much it's almost overwhelming and overpowering and that's fearful for me because I don't have to I don't want to have to dim my light and I refuse to dim my light but I also don't want to be somebody that feels like I have a right to certain situations um it's very much a communication thing that needs to happen right off the bat I think and I'm again I'm speaking for myself here um but yeah I just I was just thinking about how like you know in in movies and of course this is women being sexualized but yeah if you have a, a female super superhero they're doing their thing they don't need no one else you know what I mean um It's cool, like I said, in a movie, it's cool from, like, from afar, but then, like, when it's in your household, you're, like... I I find that men, or I should say these boys, are, like, they feel like they're in the shadows, which is why I personally, when I look for something in in somebody, in a partner, it's... I want... I want them to be strong on their own. I want them to be, be able to do things without me and feel confident in doing those things... And I want to be a supporter. I want to be, I want to look at my significant other and be like, damn, you go, you know, I'm so proud of you type of thing. I don't want to, I I feel like it would really take a lot and there would have to be a lot of insecurities for me to look at somebody, especially somebody that I supposedly love and feel lesser than because they're doing great things. Um, and I think that's a thing, right, is when it comes to to men, there are these insecurities that because, you know, you have to toughen up and, and boys don't cry and all this. And, you know, we haven't really raised these men to talk about their feelings or be open about them or go to therapy and all these things that it takes time for these insecurities to even be brought to the table and then worked on. So... I think it's this weird place in our current in our current world of self-love, self-growth, and then, you know, then the whole, like I said, hookup culture and dating. It's it's so strange right now. I, I really think it's this new... Um, I don't want to call it a game. This new process that we're dealing with. And I don't... It's just... It's hard. And I think... Again, I never want to be overwhelming or overpowering. And I also think this whole idea of I don't need you, I don't need anybody that, you know, we're kind of telling, you know, other women because you don't need nobody. You only need yourself. Right. But keep saying that over and over and over and over again. I've realized that I've pushed people away because of it, that by people, not men, women, whoever, friends, friends. People going out of their way to help me or do kind gestures to me, I'm instantly defensive. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I got it. Oh, no, 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 I can do it. I can do it. And it's like, they're like, no, I know you can do it. I'm just being nice. (laughs) You know, I'm just doing a, a, a nice thing for you, a kind thing for you. And I'm immediately defensive. Like, I can take out my own trash. I can clean this myself. I can open my own door. And so I, I'm, I'm learning on how to find the balance of, yeah, I'm going to let someone open the door for me. I'm going to let somebody cook me dinner, breakfast, or whatever the situation is. Not that I'm even dating like that right now. But like there's been certain situations that I've dealt with that I'm like, oh, calm down. You don't need to be so intense. You don't need to be so aggressive right off the bat. You know what I mean? And I, I need to figure out where that's coming from. Not just from media and people telling me that I can do it on my own. I think that it stems from other things as well. And me feeling like I have to prove something. You know, it, it goes so much deeper than that. And it's, it is. It's it's problematic. Like, I, you need to have this balance of... Or <laughs> you need to have this balance that you need to acknowledge yourself. But you also need to find somebody. And again speaking for myself, but need to find someone that understands that, yeah, I can do all the A, B, C, D, all the way to Z, you know, on my own, but let me help you because I love you. You know what I mean? And that's something I haven't really dealt with, you know, a lot to really know. That's something that I have to learn over time, through experience. And, you know, one thing that I do have for myself that (laughs) I will always stick with is the whole first date paying the bill thing um and i've actually learned to let go a little bit i whenever i go out to eat with with a guy uh and the bill comes i'm very adamant and it didn't have to be food i mean it could be going to the movies it could literally be anything and i will i i have to pay i have to pay half I refuse for them to pay the whole thing. And that is because of, at first, the pressure of if they pay for everything, some men think they're entitled to sex after the fact. Which makes me feel very uncomfortable. And I... Excuse me, but you're not entitled to my body. I don't care if you buy me a car. Um, Which would be nice, by the way. (laughs) But, no, I, I... i don't like that i also don't think it's necessary especially when it comes to first dates or friendships to um to have some to have that person pay for the whole thing if i'm a homie with you you know and i'm definitely gonna be hanging out another time then like cool if you want to pick up this tab i'll pick up the next i'm not like nitpicky like that it depends on the relationship that we're talking about um but i have gone out and i've had guys um very upset that I want to pay for half which I'm very curious where that stems from um I know you know guys are raised you know you you open the door shivery you know pay for the bill all right well times are changing I got money I like see exactly see where this comes from I got money I can handle myself I don't need you you know so you can hear it you can hear it. and I, and this is where it's important to be self-reflective and really think to yourself okay I think this way I act this way why and sometimes I'm kind of letting go a little bit again and honestly just listening to myself and the moment and the situation of okay this time I'll let you buy me a drink doesn't mean I'm going to sleep with you after or do anything with you. And you'll learn real quick about that. Um, and I think actually that's what we need to do more of. Listen to ourselves. What we want for ourselves. Not because of pressures or because you think somebody's going to expect something from you. If you want someone to pay, treat you to a meal, then have them treat you to a meal. If you want to pay half, pay half. If you want to pay all of it, shit, pay all of it. Uh, I think it's important to listen to your gut. And just do what it is that you want to do. And I'm realizing that a lot of times I was... My actions were based on what my surroundings told me to do. And again, we're living in an era where it's... You don't need no man. You're independent. You're strong. And I'm like, damn right I am. But also, yo, you want pay for dinner? Thanks. I appreciate it. And hopefully it's good enough to go on another date or whatever. And next one's on me or... you, You know, like... I think it's important to not be so defensive so quickly. And yeah, let somebody treat you. You deserve that, you know? And um, if you want to pick up the next tab or get the next drink, so be it. I think it's about, again, about balance, about communication. And it's going to be a trial and error kind of thing. That's something I'm realizing because the more people I meet, there are people that are stuck in their ways. There are people who are willing to learn and change up their own dating experience just like people experiencing interactions and i think that's just so important and yeah i just i don't know we need to start talking to guys and letting them have be open and have these conversations about these insecurities you don't need to be strong all the time and you know what now because you can know what you see it with coming it's happening to women you don't have to be strong all the time we've been strong woo, ladies <laughs> we've been strong since day motherfucking one <laughs> like your mama's been strong your grandma has been strong you know like we we birth. <laughs> future generations we we are the reason everyone freaking exists and yes it takes two to tango but we we bear the children we raise them children and we we have taken the the brunt of so much situations not being able to vote and being expected to do all these things that we've been strong for a long time and I think that's something that we also have to talk about don't feel like you have to be strong all the time because people don't think you're strong enough fuck what people think (laughs) be strong whenever you want to be you in general you're already strong if there's moments where you feel weak or you are weak which I think being weak isn't a bad thing there's a negative connotation with that because it means that maybe people can take advantage of you being weak is not bad being weak is a learning process it's growth it's where we find our truer truest selves and really learn on who we want to be it's scary it sucks but it takes time. And for you to be strong, you have to have moments where you're weak. You have to have low points. And the thing with that is you have to learn when it's okay to ask for help. That to ha- to be to be sad, to be angry, to feel like you're not enough, it's okay to ask for help. You don't always have to be this strong person. And I think that's the kind of person I was for a very, very long time where I felt like I had to be this strong person all the time that came that when it came to the point that I wasn't or I didn't feel like I was, hell broke loose. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know if I could ever be myself again or be capable of things I always thought I, I could be. And it was a low point. A low point where you feel worthless. And... over that you know it's it's so healthy and it's so important to to understand and know when to ask for help uh (laughs) whether it's going to a friend a spouse a parent a grandparent a stranger and going to a therapy this is something that we need to talk about and especially with with men I think everything that I just said literally being strong all the time and all this stuff can absolutely be applied to to men as well. It, because here's the thing, it doesn't matter men or women. It's about people, human beings. We all go through this, this, this idea that we have to have our lives t- put together and right off the bat, which is never the case. We are all literally walking this planet hoping for the best, doing what we can day by day. If you look at anybody and you really think they got it all together, odds are they don't. You know, people hope they got it together. They hope they're doing the right thing. But, I mean, the universe is random and things can flip a switch any day. So, I think it's important to realize... And and this is why... This is where gender comes into play and gender roles and why... Gender is just a construct. Um... (laughs) Everything that we deal with as human beings can can be flipped on the other side as far as men, women, whoever, Um, which there's more than two genders. But that's a whole nother conversation I'll start. I'll do a different podcast on. Um, Yeah, it's just we these these labels these standards that we put on ourselves literally based on gender if you want to think about it is the issue of all is the is the root excuse me of all issues and stereotypes and like it's just I have to breathe because it does get over really overwhelming and stressful and I know that there's guys out there that always feel like they have to be strong be the provider be whatever it is that they want that they should be right and yet can't talk to anybody about it you know uh we got it's so scary to be raw and clear and just translucent translucent (laughs) translucent um what we're going through, who we are and what we want to be because at the end of the day, I really don't think any of us know who we are fully because we're I hope we're constantly growing and changing and that's a battle um, but hopefully an uphill one, you know. And I don't have answers. I'm just sharing my experience on dating and traveling and consent and hooking up. In this crazy world that we live in and that we're all really just trying to figure it out, but all we can really do is respect ourselves and each other. With that, with with conversation, with communication, with love, that's how we that's how we move forward in a positive way together. Everyone. And I'm gonna end off with that. Um, I think my next podcast, I'm gonna get high and we're gonna talk about some other (laughs) silly shit because I really get deep in like super, like um, what's the word, um, which I can never pronounce, physiological, physiological, philosophy, but in the mind. (laughs) Oh, I'm super now, folks. Uh, But I'll end off with that. I hope you understand that I really just shared a lot on some real shit so keep listening to real shit podcasts where obviously we talk about some real shit uh if you have any like questions or comments reach out to me on my instagram elissa dundas 25 my favorite number and i look forward to speaking with you guys next week uh have a good day love yourself keep moving forward love others peace